Welcome to Politics and Bros. This is the podcast where two guys who spent their careers on the inside of federal politics and government are now on the outside and only have each other to talk about how things are going. Today is, what is it? Monday, May 22nd, right? Yeah, 2023. And this is episode 65. I'm your co-host Pete. With me as always is my good friend Howell. And it was his birthday this past weekend. Great read read there, Pete. We're off to a good start. What? Um, So it's spontaneous. You don't know the date? Natural. No, I have no clue what day it is. Um, Well, that's good because I have no clue what we're talking about tonight. I had to just uh, pull up the notes. So once again, we're very prepared. Um, Actually, you mentioned it was my birthday. In fairness, we were prepared uh, 12 days ago when we were originally going to record this pod but of course oh, like yes life happens what happened? And, I, I canceled oh yes you um, canceled the first been, one I canceled like the next two I canceled like the next two yes it's been a um, a difficult road for our family we have some health issues um, in our immediate family that we are working through that uh, have precluded us from recording uh, in the last 12 days but we're here tonight I'm happy to be here um, you mentioned uh, it was my my birthday this weekend, and um, we we had guests in town, which was which was fun. They they so our guest um, one she one of them she is a teacher at a, uh, at Kentucky Law School, and I had reached out to her previously about Ooh. potentially coming on to talk about you know all of the the court findings and stuff like that. And she would, and she said to me this weekend, she's like, Oh, I'm worried. I, I, I wouldn't know the answer to something you asked me. And I was like, do you think we know what we're talking about? Right. (laughs) Um, I don't think we've said a fact yet. Um, And so (laughs) uh, unfortunately I don't think it, I don't think it deterred her and she's a professional. So I doubt she'll ever come on. But um, if you ever want to come on Courtney, you can. She basically said, uh, "I don't know if my reputation could take that kind of a hit." Exactly. I don't know that a <laughs> a professor at the University of Kentucky Law School should be coming on to politics and bros, but but we can not, hope. It's not um, something that she could really put on her resume as some sort of accomplishment. <laughs> I mean, it's on our resumes, it's on our Twitter pages, but true. You know, um, but well, who are we trying to impress at this point? She has a professional reputation to uphold. So, um, mm-hmm. anyway. Nice birthday, low key, forty five, five years till fifty. Let's start planning the fiftieth casino blowout now. Oh my god, it's gonna be epic! Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you for the birthday wishes. What's up with yeah. you? Very little. Just uh, yeah. a lot of travel actually for work, and my wife has been traveling for work. She was in Asheville, North Carolina, for a conference, and then. We've the very that weekend we flew to Nashville, Tennessee for a wedding, which was your hometown was lovely. Cashville got to see uh, Quinn Brown and his kids and his folks, which was awesome. And QB uh, rib and and, uh, what else? Then I had to be in Michigan for three days last week. Um, I testified before the House Insurance and Financial Services Committee. Um. What else? Now more is out of town. To sleep. Um, we have some exciting concerts to attend in the future. We got. Oh my god! I can't wait. Pearl Jam. Yes. Oh, so my nephew. My nephew called me yesterday, and he's like, "Uh, "I really want to see this band. Uh, Do you want to go to Summerfest with me?" (laughs) 
<laughs> I just started. Manchester I just Orchestra? Started, no, wait. Who's playing there? I, I forget. The, I already forget the name of the band that he wants to go see. Um, oh. It's June 24th, which unfortunately, uh, Mora confirmed that that is when we're going to do um, James's birthday party. So I oh. cannot go to Summerfest. So okay. I got I have to text my nephew. Well, maybe Clay I, will go with him. <laughs> Who was Clay going to see? Was he going to see Guster or something like that? I went with Clay to see Guster. Oh, you Summerfest did last year. Yeah. Last year. And it was amazing. Death Cab sure was, was playing that Death Cab was playing that same night. Um and yeah, Summerfest is a great I don't know if we talked about it on this uh podcast, but Summerfest is a great festival in Milwaukee that mm-hmm. everyone should try and attend. It's like yeah. festivals when we were growing up in the you know, it's like twenty dollars to get in, no wristbands. You can give teenagers beer and they can love it, you know. It's, um <laughs> Uh, well, it is, it is Milwaukee. I mean, beer kind yeah, of right. comes out of the faucet. Uh, so um, it does. It reminds me of um, Music Midtown in Atlanta. Um, okay, back way back when. The, I never the, made the it a couple that, times. But... Yeah. Uh oh. Oh my God! Why she hasn't forgotten, has she? <laughs> Everyone, oh, my daughter. She just rolled her. She just rolled her eyes in the back of her head. That was freaky. I answered it. June 4th. Okay. Um, and she's gone. Okay. That was your, your episode episodic interruption mm-hmm. by Olivia. So anyway, let's talk some politics. Let's talk some politics, um, bro. What everyone wants to hear us just make shit up and riff on. So I love it. Um, so, you know, I think we've got a germane, Topic of the week that we'll get to, but first, um, it's never too early to talk horse race, right? It's 2023 primary. Well, I guess primary season won't really start until early next year, but candidates throwing their hat in the ring. Mm -hmm. Um, Tim Scott entered the race today. Oh my God. I can't believe I wrote that. (laughs) You see what I wrote on the notes? Tim Scott enters. I almost said enters that. the race war. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that what the Republican primary has been billed as? It could be that. Who knows? I mean, I mean, um, there is there are two Indo Americans in the race now on the Republican that's ticket. True. So What's that guy's name, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh-huh. Is that how you say his and, last name? Yeah, I think. So. And Nikki Haley, I guess she considers Nikki herself Haley? Indian. She and is Tim Scott. He's not Indian, though. Um, no, he's black. <laughs> <laughs> and Ron DeSantis. We're going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, what? We're just stating facts. These are the first facts we've say, said on this podcast. That is true. Yeah, Ron um, DeSantis is going to be getting in soon. Uh, former Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson is in. Oh, yeah. Um, Milk Trust. Trump is in. Um, uh, so what do you think? It. Tell me what you think. I know you, you had some thoughts on Tim Scott and DeSantis that I told you to save for the pod. So, Oh, I li- I mean, I, I like Tim Scott a lot. I always have, I think he's, um, I think he's pretty Have awesome. you worked with him? Uh, I did like, I worked with his staff on some stuff. Uh, a friend of mine was his first legislative director. Um, he actually took, uh, over the seat of my former boss when he, uh, resigned from the Senate to do other things. Um, so Tim is, he's a super, I've had dinner with him a couple of times uh, at fundraisers. He's a, he's a really, he's just a good guy. He's nice. Um, 
you know, there's no, there's no like, um, I've never seen any like arrogance out of him or like, Mm -hmm. you know, he's too good to talk to staffers. Like he's a, he's just a good guy. And I like his vision. I like the things he says. He's a run of the mill, you know, probably, you know, good conservative, but not, you know, more along the lines of, I would say Mitt Romney kind of Paul Ryan kind of, um, definitely not the MAGA wing at all. Um, how does Tim Scott differ from Nikki Haley? Uh, I don't think they, well, Nikki Haley embraces, she seems to embrace the kind of not, not necessarily the MAGA stuff, but the MAGA style. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, they're both combativeness a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. She, cause she's doing the whole, she did the whole, like, you know, the age, not age verification, but age test to run for president. Like, which is, that's, that's what I would think of as like, but isn't that an attack on Trump? I mean, it can be, but it's certainly it's certainly like a MAGA strategy to kind of go to talk about that sort of thing and be kind of cute like that. Um, Tim Scott's not like that. He's more substantive, much more into policy weeds, much more into actual, you know, you know, ideas. It sounds like Um, his abortion stance is going to be uh, a little bit of an albatross. Well, he is a he is a conservative. um, So. Well, I think I think the albatross conservatives have a a variety of. I think DeSantis has a bigger problem with the abortion debate than than any other candidate. Well, probably right um, um, because of his, what he just signed into law. Right, right. And what was that? So it was like a six, six weeks, week yeah, ban? which is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, he is singularly focused on winning the nomination, not the actual election. Right. So, but if you we'll remember see. in 2012, Mitt Romney was pretty was saying some pretty. Um, pretty pretty hardcore right stuff um and then as well soon he is, he a, he is mormon i mean he is i know pretty, but he's he said, a pretty conservative it, guy but th- but then as soon as he went won the nomination he kind of moderated his message and everyone you know basically do you think do you think that him. desantis can do that do you think he can make that u-turn oh i mean i don't know i think people hate liberals and biden enough that if they if they give him, if he gives them a fig leaf to, uh, and start saying the right things, um, maybe maybe he will. I don't know. Mm. He doesn't seem, yeah. he doesn't seem as, um, adroit as maybe a Mitt Romney, but um, I like that word. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> their similitude. There's. Uh, <laughs> you, know, you know what that's from, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. From American Pie. Uh, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I don't but, know. Uh, I but, but what I was going to say like about, yeah. yeah, but what I was going to say about like DeSantis other, you know, the reason I'm, I've softened on whether or not I think he's going to be, uh, a good candidate. I'm just sick and tired of him picking fights. Like, mm. you know, I think at first that was fine. It was, it was over good things, but this whole Disney thing is out of control. Then like the whole abortion thing, um, is just, why would you do that? I just don't get it. Um, it's one thing to be pro-life and to tout that, but I mean, Tim Scott hasn't signed a six week abortion ban. Like mm-hmm. that's, I think that's the big difference. And I think, um, you know, I, I don't know if he's, he probably won't regret it. Cause that's not DeSantis's style, but he's, I, I, like I said, he's running for the nomination, not for the actual job. So, but maybe, you know, maybe you're right. Maybe he can, um, he can pull that, turn that around and make it moderate his stances. We'll see, see what he can do. I, I mean, if you 
Trump out of that uh, pool of people, I would be like, oh, great. If they if one of them wins, well, maybe not DeSantis, but if Scott, Nikki Haley, Asa Hutchinson, if any one of them wins, great, that's fine. You know, like I wouldn't be super upset, but unfortunately, we still have Trump in the yeah in the race, and he appears to be. I haven't seen any late polls lately, but everything I've seen is previously has him ahead by a wide margin. Um, I mean, is there any hope for someone like Tim Scott or, or uh, you, you know, Asa? I, I don't. Def, Asa Hutchinson's gonna never gonna get above like three no. percent. Nobody, nobody knows who Asa Hutchinson Asa Hutchinson is. I mean, at least like in political circles, Tim Tim Scott's got the benefit of working on the criminal justice reform uh, packages. Um, and then also the uh, police reform packages, you know, a, you know, a couple of years ago after like George Floyd and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Ace Hutchinson, yeah, he's I, it's I think it's hilarious that he's in the race. Um, I mean, Glenn Youngkin is still probably going to get in, I would think. Oh, really? I, um, okay. I would assume he's going to jump in. Um, who else? I, there's somebody else out there that I'm, that I'm blanking on that I thought was going to. Chris Christie. I mean, he probably will for sure, but I, like right. that dude, he missed his window. His window is a while, like 12, 10, you know, 10, 14 years ago at this point. Um, but well, knows? I mean, the scary thing for me is that that poll came out. I think it was a ABC poll or something a week ago or maybe a little bit longer at this point that showed Trump beating Biden in a head to head. Um, yeah. And I just don't understand how, (laughs) um, you know, from a, from a policy standpoint, like I can understand how people could potentially see squint and, and see that, 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 you know, they, okay, I could pull the lever for him, but from everything else about him, how he, left office how he ran office before how he his mental acuity his mental stability um the way he behaves like i just don't understand how that guy polls at more than 25 30 percent ever um and so you know it it sort of terrifies me that if that, that first off the best we can do is Biden versus Trump. I know. Um, and then secondly, that if it is that he does, he, he will have a legit shot of winning absent some sort of, um, you know, act of God like COVID before. So. Yeah. The last I'm looking at some of the, some of the latest polls just on real clear politics. Yeah. Trump is plus seven against Biden right now. What which, poll? Who was that poll by? That is the Harvard Harris poll, but it, 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 it that's the widest margin for sure. There's a, where is it? An economist YouGov poll that puts Trump plus two over Biden. Um, it's just, I mean, I don't know. Well, then Yahoo News from the 10th of May has got Biden plus two over Trump. So, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I don't even, I don't even understand how it can be that close, but I know. Um, I, well, I mean, Biden's uh, got, he's got pretty historically low approval, approval, I can't sure. talk tonight, approval ratings right now. Um, you know, and honestly, I think his age is catching up to him, not, not necessarily him personally, but like the, 
I think the general public is taking more into account his actual mental capacity at this point. And, you know, sure, he might be, think clearly, but he's not articulating things very well. And it has nothing to do with the fact that he used to have a fucking stutter. It's just that he honestly, like his his mind is not moving as quickly as it should. It's moving. I'm not saying the guy's senile, but um, there's no question you know, Joe Biden has slowed down. Yeah. And, and I think it, I think people are noticing a lot more. And they don't have the excuse that they had last time around. I think Democrats will hold their nose and vote for him. Um, you know, last time around, it was because he was the he was the consensus choice, the one that could actually win. Um, but um, you know, it's not stopping RFK Jr. from jumping in and challenging him in the primary, which I think is hilarious. And I cannot. I hope to God there's a debate. Um, there probably won't be, but because um, RFK Jr. is legit crazy. I mean, yeah. the guy. He believes in way too many conspiracy theories to be taken seriously. Um, kind of like President Trump. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, but yeah. Wow. I'm looking at some. Yeah, like right now, Trump fifty eight, DeSantis sixteen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, it's cute. They're including Pence in some of these uh, polls. Too. Oh yeah, that was That's someone kind of, who was going to get in. That's kind of cute. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's Governor Sununu in uh, New Hampshire. Did he? I don't think he announced, but he's. There's a lot of people saying he's going to get in. Um. But you know, other than it, yeah. other than his family name, I don't know if people are really going to know who he is. Being a governor, I don't of New know Hampshire. that most people know the Sununu name. Well, they should. Goddamn it! They should know. Goddamn it! Yeah. Well, if they're voting for, yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> all right. Let's tackle our topic of the week. Let's do it. Which there was a meeting today. Um, I don't really know how you want to attack this topic, but we would like to talk about the debt ceiling debate. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't know. What do you, what would you like to talk about first? I, I, I I said, I know you said you pulled up a, a bunch of, data or calculators or something that you wanted to run through, but essentially we're at the almost midnight hour for when the U S will be defaulting. 10 days is what the the estimate is. I don't know how they determine that. It kind of seems like they're just guessing anyway, but um, yeah, the, at this point, just to put this reset, the state of play um, Joe Biden initially said, uh, you're going to pass the debt, the debt ceiling. You're going to raise the debt ceiling on a clean, clean bill, um, and then we can negotiate afterwards. And Kevin McCarthy said, actually, we're going to pass a bill, and it's going to have our our ask in it, and it will include a debt ceiling raise, but it will also cut funding. And after some hand-wringing and effect i would say effective leadership from kevin mccarthy um i don't know if you agree with me on that but i would say it was effective that he was able to get his caucus to do that they Mm -hmm. passed the bill um which would get them to a negotiating position with biden and against biden against many in the democratic caucus's uh wishes biden decided to uh, negotiate with Kevin McCarthy on this and they were met they met today no no debt plan is in place yet but 
and who knows if either side is is negotiating in good faith, but that's where we are now. Do you have anything else or thoughts to uh, add to that at this point? No, but I was looking at, I mean, the thing that I was looking at for the most part was these, was some numbers from the Treasury Department. And um, I mean, these are all from treasury.gov. I didn't make any of these up, but as of right now, revenue collect collected in the United States as of today, or make sure it's as of today. Yeah, it says it today. $2.68 trillion. That's how much revenue has been collected. But in that same mm-hmm. time span of the fiscal year, which this is the fiscal year started in October of 2022. So keep that in mind. Uh, we've mm-hmm. spent $3.61 trillion. So we are mm-hmm. spending more than we have taken in. And our uh, deficit there stands around, well, it's calculating $924 billion. Mm-hmm. I mean... It makes sense. Now, I don't necessarily agree to hold hostage the debt ceiling just for the sake of holding it hostage. I do agree with the message that we have to do something about spending and mm-hmm. and or revenue. Both go hand in hand, obviously. Mm-hmm. But um, something certainly needs to be done about spending. So I think actually because of those numbers, um, Republicans do generally have a good argument to make. And I think McCarthy did a good job navigating that you know, dealing with his hardcore, you know, right side of his caucus. And like you said, it was, it was certainly an accomplishment to get his caucus to where they are. Um, But that being said, interest rates are already high because the Fed keeps raising them. Um, Recession is still around. Inflation is still there at this time playing chicken when we're 10 days, apparently 10 days away from defaulting on, on, on everything, on every debt payment, whatever. Um, I find that a little more terrifying than I did in past debt ceiling debates only because of the other economic factors at play. Like I said, the inflation uh, interest rates, because those things only get worse if markets tank because of the idea of our uh, government defaulting on its obligations. Makes it harder to borrow. Yeah. Future. So Um, that's what I'm, I'm more worried about that. And I hope, I do as much as I would love to see some some uh, spending concessions out of the White House. Maybe right now, maybe the point has been made, and I could be wrong. I haven't paid that that close attention, but maybe the point has been made so far that that McCarthy is an honest broker that they can actually talk with the president about these sort of things, and maybe an agreement can become can become come to pass after this after this is dealt with. And maybe get some yeah. commitments. And I know commitments don't mean shit anymore. They used to mean something, but uh, people don't think they don't mean anything anymore. But um, so, so yeah, I like, just want to, yeah, I, I think you're making, making a good point of these are two. The debt and deficit are two different things, right? Right. And um, I think many people think the debt uh, is is um means the same thing as the deficit deficit has been rising um and it's kind of like you know you agreed to pay for a car you bought um three years ago and just deciding to stop making payments on the debt at this point Mm -hmm. so you've already um you've already written the payments what you're going to pay now you just have to figure now you now you're reneging on how you're going to pay it. So 
um, I, I do think that there are uh, differences that really need to be highlighted. A couple of the, and the deficit has been, or the, excuse me, the debt has been, wait, let me look how many times has it been, the debt ceiling has been raised like over 70 times. Yeah. Um, and they've never once defaulted. Um, they, this happened, they raised it three times during the Trump, uh, the Trump White House and never once asked for spending concessions. Um, so I, I, I think that is where their shaky ground is. Um, because it's like, why are you now coming around to this? And now, you know, me, I'm, I'm always willing to applaud someone coming around, even if it's coming around to the side, I believe it later. I do think, as you say, um, spending concessions are, are needed, but do you have to do it in this manner? And I don't know that there aren't members of Kevin McCarthy's caucus who would not care if, uh, if the country defaulted on its debt. And that's, Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Um, I I think you're absolutely right. There are certainly members that have no problem with that happening. Um, I mean, I just, in my idealistic world, I, I just wish, you know, spending cuts are happening. You can do those pretty easily if you actually attend to all the appropriations bills that are supposed to go through Congress and right. we haven't done that in years. And right. you could and actually. That's what think, I want you to talk about a little bit. Is like, yeah, I, I would why, much why? rather see that process come back into the fold and actually be, you know, these guys actually legislating instead of, you know, Jim Jordan's Omnibus oversight. Com- well, Jim Jordan's oversight committee hearings have certainly been entertaining, but they're not getting <laughs> anything done. Um, we can know, talk they, about that on another pod. Yeah, we'll talk about it on another podcast. I'd love to like list the amount of stuff he's been he's looked at, and some of it. It's not that some of it shouldn't be looked at, but it's it's become the focus, and it sort of has taken everybody off the taken everybody's eye off the ball. And the ball should be if you really want to deal with spending, we have appropriations committees that can do that. Now, unfortunately, with divided government, it's a lot harder. But just because it's a lot harder doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing your job. Um, right, you know. The other dynamic, the one thing we'd actually, sorry, we didn't talk about this is the whole like 14th Amendment argument that the progressives, the progressive caucus in the House is like dying for the president to to invoke. Um, I, as I understand it, I'm not a constitutional scholar. It's a very shaky argument because it just happens to say somewhere in the midst of the 14th Amendment, which, is, you know, grants citizens rights. Right. Isn't that right? Am I right on that? I, I don't know. Grant citizenship to all persons born or naturalized in the United States, including formerly enslaved the, people. The faithfulness of the, the U.S. debt shall not be in question or something like that? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I'm kind of like, that could mean anything. <laughs> I don't know if that applies right. to debt ceiling, the ceiling argument. But it seems also one of those things that they're just, they want to be able to, well, they want the president to, to just beat the beat Republicans over the head. My understanding and, is Biden has said, yeah. While interest, while interesting, he's like, we don't have enough time, yeah. And so he's not even really. I mean, maybe some he's got a team looking at it on the side, but he's like, it would be litigated. We don't have enough time. Like, what happens if it's overturned? You know, like, and we don't have an agreement. It's just too, I think, risky for for them. Um, oh, Everything sorry. okay over there? I don't know. 
Everything okay back there, folks? <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Hold on one second. Let's spare it. Let's give me a sec. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the thing about the 14th Amendment, too, is 66 Democrats signed a letter to Biden to uh, encouraging to invoke it. And that's 15% of the Congress. I mean, that's a good size. So it just, sh- now my question is, is that 66, you know, the left to the MAGA right? And the, that's those two, are those, is that the influence we're talking about here? They're sandwiched, we're sandwiched in between these two, you know, oh, 112, so 112, 20 members that, that are just unreasonable. I don't know. How, how many, I don't know, how many, how many of the House Republicans are Freedom Caucus or, um, yeah. what was the other thing? The, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. I would think it's, I think it's probably ha- almost half. Half. Yeah. 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 Um, that's probably true. Um, so just real quickly, I wanted to go over a couple of the, um, where did I put it here? Uh, the the key points. So, um, defense versus non-defense spending is what mm-hmm. um, they they don't uh, handful of a, the dozen government funding bills. Um, they've resisted major cuts such as veteran and military construction and homeland security. Um, so it's it's really hard to i think from my understanding to find non-defense spending that to cut that won't impact people i don't know maybe i'm wrong um but the republicans are very resistant to cut defense spending too so they're kind of they're kind of asking for pain if they cut some of the non-defense spending but then if they cut defense spending they're going to go they're going to look like hypocrites so they're kind of stuck there um in in finding ways to save money i think the big thing that i've heard a lot about is work requirements for some of the yeah, federal for assistance SNAP programs benefits and all that yeah 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 um which uh i think biden has said he was willing to entertain just not for anything like healthcare related mm. Um, so I don't know if they can find he's, he's apparently ruled out changes to Medicaid, but the con- conversation around snap and TAMF has been less clear. TANF. So maybe they can TANF, they can mm-hmm. find some areas to cut there. Um, and then also, you know, I think the timeline is another one. It's like, how long will they raise the debt selling ceiling for? I think some of the Republicans want to, some of the hardcore ones want to say it's, only till like um, b- uh, middle of next year, which will be mean that there will be another fight leading into a, an election, and yeah. and the Biden administration's like we we need to push it on further. So, um, I don't know. I I mean, I'm hopeful they can find some some areas in there, maybe some small areas, like you said, just so McCarthy can say. Look, I got some concessions, mm-hmm. um, and and we'll do, we'll we'll solve the we'll we'll go back to the but the budget negotiations after this, 
Um, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, you know this process better than I do. Is it, this is all a, is it a political, it's obviously a political yeah. uh, effort. Is it a political effort first and a governing effort second? <laughs> I think so, probably. Uh, they want to make pro- Biden look bad for potentially. Probably, uh, but this is also, a lot of it also has to do with, um, trying to differentiate going into like you said i mean it, it this puts the the debt fight off till an election year right as everything's ramping up and there's debates going on primaries are happening um it's a different it's to differentiate between the two visions i mean right now i'm looking at the u.s government spending yeah. um as for t- fiscal year this is uh 2022 so last year social security was almost 20 percent uh medicare was 12 entitlements yeah. yeah, Medicare is 12, so you're up to 30, 31% right there. Mm-hmm. Um, social services, I mean, that's that's kind of complicated. There's more stuff in there, but that's 11, 11%. So, I mean, you're talking about almost half, and then they have a category here listed income security, which is probably some, like you said, TANF, uh, SNAP, some of that other stuff. That's 14%. I mean, there is... I don't understand the people who aren't willing to have a conversation about the growth in uh, in entitlement spending. Um, it's it is out of control now. There are factors that go into it: less workers, more retirees. When you're talking about Social Security and Medicare, but there is a growth here that is not sustainable. And when defense budget makes up twelve percent, I mean, there's only so much you can squeeze out of the defense budget. Um, Without risking, without risking a lot of things. If there's anything that the last couple years have shown us is, I think we're going to need good defense spending (laughs) over the next decade or so. And I mean, and that can include hard conversations with the Pentagon on what projects they're funding and what type of of new system, new systems they're trying to put in place, what new vehicles, new weaponry. You know that that has to happen. It never does. And unfortunately, that's where you see the power of a lot of the of the military contractors um, kicking in. But mm-hmm. you, those conversations can be had. But like you said, with Russia and China, and maybe there needs to be more focus on cyber, you know, defense security and all that. But anyway, there needs to there does have to be a big conversation about the the main, you know, mandatory spending buckets, and that's mandatory includes Social Security, Medicare, and all that Medicaid. Um, that's but, the only uh, way you're really going to make a a dent in yeah. this. In the there's uh, only so many redundant government, and there are redundant government programs where Department oh, of sure. Health and Human Services is doing the same thing as Department of Agriculture. You know, there's only so many of those. Um, yeah. But there has to be a much bigger, and this is when I always get a little more upset when people talk about universal health care coverage, unless you can figure out a way for that to offset spending in these other places, you're not doing, you're not making anything better at all in terms of what spending versus revenue versus deficit versus debt. Yeah, it's both. You know, it's both. You know, it just doesn't work. So I think, I think you're right. I think this is, there is a policy argument to be made here, but it's to differentiate in a political arena. Hmm. Um, So that's kind of what I think it is. And, you know, look at this. Where's that? Art? I had an article up on what exactly Republicans were asking for. They want to rescind unused, unused COVID relief funds, which mm-hmm. that actually I'm fine with that if there's a way to do that. Uh, and the student yep. debt cancellation, which they're arguing is unconstitutional anyway. So how is there actually how is that real money right now? That's 
but I'm who knows. Repeal energy tax credits and then return discretionary spending to the two, to 2022 levels and then grow at 1% annually. That all yeah, sounds think- that all sounds reasonable, I think, to, to everyday people, whereas what Biden wants to do is increase taxes on high income earners, increase the corporate tax rate up to 28 percent, you know, which well, that's, I didn't the, realize the, it was the problem much. with that's the huge. Republicans Republican bill is that it also has in there um, a bunch of things repealing some of Biden's signature signature sure. uh, legislation. So, yeah. you know, just having that attached to it makes it a non-starter for many Democrats. Yep. So it's like they, th- they throw the, they highlight the appealing stuff to the, to, and that's just, I mean, that's smart. They, they yep. highlight the appealing stuff, the things that make sense, but then they don't realize, then they don't play up the fact that there's things in there that would basically undercut um, a lot of what I think there's, I think it cuts some of the green infrastructure uh, yep. spending. Um, uh, I can't remember what else is in there, but um, some signature stuff is in there. And so that's, you know, that's where you're like, okay, are you really negotiating in good faith? Or are you just putting out something that you can try and say you, you passed um, where, and, and, and to be fair, Biden's uh, budget plan that he put out was the exact same thing. Oh, sure. We'll say that. from the other yeah, end. It yeah. was, it was, it was, we're proposing this. These are all this wish list of great progressive things, with no with 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 the full understanding that it was dead on the dead on arrival. But they could say we put it out there, so it's like you know, come on, people, do the hard work, figure out where there's there's areas to to compromise and and get it done. So, yeah. um, just so you know, I did. I think I sent you this Washington Post um, national debt game. I was able to. I was after taking this um, quiz, I was tagged the mindful moderate. You prefer an incre- an incremental, imagine that you prefer an incremental and cautious approach to modestly improve our tax system and social programs rather than trying to change the budget too dramatically in either direction. So I managed to save, I cut the, the, I cut 2.7 trillion from our debt. So it was going to be 51.8 trillion in 10 years. Now it's only 49.1. So, you know, I really made a big difference there. Um, <laughs> way to go, dude. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you took it. I would be curious what you, what you got. Um, I didn't. And I was hoping I could yeah. do it right now, but I don't have a subscription to the Washington post. Oh. So, oh, well, why do you hate um, journalism? I do. Can you, can we pause for one second? I need to call more back real fast before yeah. she goes to bed. Yes. Right. Yep. Yeah. So we're, we're I, I hate journalism. Is that what you said? Okay. Yes. We're back and we're back. Yeah. I don't have a uh, Washington post, um, subscription. That's my problem. Okay. Well, then I will close that page out and <laughs> cry in my tears that you didn't do that. Um, so anyway, I think maybe we should make a prediction. Do you think we will have a day or two of default, or do you think they'll get something passed by the time uh, we need to? I think if negotiations are getting close, the treasury is going to miraculously find like another three or four days of like runway until they get some <laughs> until they, until they That's really can't pay. 
I like that. Um, yeah, I kind of, I kind of feel like th- that's happened before. I believe I'm, I'm I seem to remember that happening. Oh, look at this before. extra trillion dollars we found. Oh, like, oh, oh, whoa! We got like a whole nother week now. This how this happened? We just we moved some interest around, and now we're good. Yeah, um, kind of feel we like moved that a happens. decimal. That's good. Um, yeah. So I think you think, you think we'll be okay. It, well, based on I mean this this new report from today talking about how you know things it was a it was a good meeting but no deal. Um, you know, I think that's it all. I think what it all comes down to is our, is our, I think it's all down to taxes now and are Republicans going to hold the ground forever on that? And is Biden, I mean, that's the game of chicken at this point is, are we going to raise taxes? Um, but, um, I think if, if Biden backs off tax increases, it'll be fine. They'll, they'll get it done. But there's 10 days left. So this week, obviously I don't, I don't think many people are in DC are going to have a good uh, Memorial day weekend, but well, that's why we got out. Right. Damn. Right. Although I don't think I ever worked on a Memorial day. In fact, we usually got off, we got let out early. So there's your taxpayer money at, <laughs> at work folks. You got like two hour early dismissal, go home, get your relax for a long weekend. Uh, so yeah, I, I think I, I kind of tend to agree. I think Biden is such an institutionalist and that he will um, make sure something gets done and that that, you know, he doesn't become the first president to have a default on his watch. So I agree. And hopefully in two, three weeks when we check back in, the market is booming and we have a, a, a debt ceiling raise. That's my opinion, at least. All right. Well, hold on. I think I I I just I just actually uh, found a free copy of that of that uh, a free copy, folks of of that of that game. You want me to do it real fast? Sure. All right. Hold on. It doesn't seem like it takes very long. Well, we can just we'll be right back, folks. We'll be right back. Hold on. And the results are in. And. You are a mindful moderate. Oh my goodness! Yep. We're the same. How much did you sh- sh- uh, save? Uh, does it say? If you scroll down, it might Let's say. See. And maybe if you, I don't know what type of page. My policy choice—that's kind of funny. Uh, my policy choices would cut four hundred fifty-eight billion from the debt oh. over the next decade. You're weaker than me. I am. I uh, so it called me. I'm closer. I'm actually close to being a deficit hawk. Okay. Um, so deficits. Um, the same. I mean, it means I hate deficits. Um, I mean, the questions were just a little arbitrary. Like it's. No, they weren't. They weren't. I mean, it's not perfect. Obviously, I know. It's it's just a general. I think it's a a good exercise. It's a direct. It's a good exercise, uh, though. Exercise. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good exercise. Yeah. So I, yeah, I, if you have Washington Post, it's a it's on there. It's on their website. Just search budget game, and um, it's from the last couple of weeks because it's it's associated with the debt debt ceiling. So, to all of our listeners, go check it out. It's actually it's cool. It's twenty questions. Yeah, it doesn't take very long. I dig it. All right. Well, we learned something. We're we both me- media. What was it? Moderate. Mindful moderates. My, my okay, mindful moderates. Well, and I it's think. probably because um, there was a AKA couple. We stand for nothing. 
there's a couple of there was a couple of things in there that actually I agree with like in terms of I would say probably now left leaning um uh priorities, but also I am in favor of cutting Medicare and Social Security. So <laughs> so it's like Well, again, we just talked about it. You yeah. you're gonna have to do something with those if you wanna bend yeah. the curve in the right direction. So um yeah. So anyway, we can talk about that at a future date. Uh, so are you into anything these days? Um, I am what I'm into getting ready for grilling season. Okay. So I've been, I've been, Tell me about de- that. I've been designing uh, new outdoor furniture for our deck, a new deck umbrella with a, with a, a solar power. You've been lights. designing it. Oh yeah. Cause I'm getting ready to spend a shit ton of money. Um, on purchasing all this stuff. I'm going to get some Adderall. Design, where do you design this? Oh, I just go on like Wayfair and Amazon and I'm trying to oh, find deals. Oh, you mean you're like putting stuff. together like a piece as a, yeah. a, like a set. Oh, okay. I'm, I thought you I'm meant exci- you were like designing furniture. I'm ex- no, 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 I'm excited about grilling season. I'm going to, I'm, I am actually in the process of picking a new grill. So I'm into looking at grills. Um, I have a Weber that's great, but I need something that gets a better sear going. So I'm looking at flat top grills as well as uh, traditional barbecue grills and even ones that can do smoker, you know, and all that stuff too. I'm hoping to have that in my possession nice. in the next couple of weeks. Um, and then, yeah, like Adirondack chairs for the front yard. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm so excited about summer this year, as opposed to the past couple of years, uh, this winter just felt like, I don't know. It, it wasn't. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a particularly it wasn't brutal bad. winter here. No, but it felt long. It felt longer for some reason, or maybe just I don't know. I, I just the, I'm la- more... the last month has been kind of rainy and not yeah. super warm. Yeah, and just kind of like where's spring? Yeah. So yeah, I get it. The pool yeah. opens this weekend. I'm I'm like oh. freaking jonesing about that. I can't wait. You guys need to come, please, and we'll play some golf. Um. And, uh, yeah, so I, hopefully in the next spot, I will be discussing what grill I chose. Okay. Um, I've already picked out the new deck umbrella, the, uh, Adirondack chairs. Um, I'm just, I can't wait to just char some fucking flesh on a grill and eat it, dying for it. So well, I'm excited for you. Yeah. Thanks. You can come over and, and have it with me and have some beer. Okay. All right. Yeah. How about you? Um, well, it's not AI related this week, uh, which has been like the last three times we've we've spoken. But maybe next time I'll find something else AI related. I am into college baseball at the moment. Um, it's about to be the SEC tournament starts tomorrow. Um, How's Vandy Vanderbilt, looking? Vanderbilt's looking to be a top eight seed. Nice. Um, although we've struggled down the stretch, um, but. Uh, I, I really do enjoy the NCAA tournament, the college baseball tournament. It's very fun. Um, so that'll be starting, I guess, week next weekend. Next weekend will be the start of the NCAA tournament. Um, and I tried to get tickets to Omaha this year because I'd love to, to go to the College World Series. It's only about a seven-hour drive from here. Um, but the damn bots on Ticketmaster bought everything up pretty quickly. So... Um, I was, I did not succeed mm-hmm. if, if I, if Vanderbilt does make it, I may have to try and reach out to some contacts at the athletic department and see if I can get hooked up. But, um, yeah, college baseball, uh, it's fun stuff starting tomorrow. Um, I think, um, it seems like the, 
softball got a lot of play over the last couple of weeks too. It, it, you know what? It's, it has been on over college baseball. Yeah. Um, on the main ESPN networks. Yeah. You have to find college baseball on ESPN. You have to go to like ESPN plus watch ESPN, ESPN plus they've had on Saturdays and Sundays, they've often had softball on, which is, you know, fine. I don't watch it, but, um, I, I was, I remember I was, I, I think I was just flipping and I was, I couldn't believe how many games were on and they were all awesome. Four or five. they were showing highlights from some of the e- earlier games exciting. and it was some really exciting stuff happening. Like I feel yeah. like the women's tournament, uh, uh, March madness tournament turn tournament was like, I think that really kind of changed a lot going forward mm-hmm. for women's athletics in the NCAA. And it's nice to see that it, 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 it that it can, it continued to something so soon yeah. being softball. Right. Cause I feel like a lot of people got into it. Yeah, and the, the tournament's going on now, and they do mm-hmm. it just like the men's tournament. They have the first round is a regional with four teams, best of you know whoever wins that little mini tournament goes on to the super yep. regional, and then the World Series. But I think no one's going to beat Oklahoma because I think they are just beast, and they've lost like one game all year. I know they've won um, like forty five straight or something like that, some <laughs> some crazy number. Yeah, but, so well, that's cool, man. Who are the big? Yeah. Who are going to be the big teams um, for the SEC besides Vandy? Oh well. Arkansas, Florida, Vanderbilt, um, LSU. Oh, LSU is number one for most of the season. They have probably, they probably have the number one pick in the draft is a pitcher named Paul Skeens. Um, And then after that, uh, South Carolina, Kentucky, Tennessee is good again. They kind of had a late season resurgence. Auburn. They have one of their pitchers is a a cousin of. of Quinn's wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Does I forget he his name. Play? Yeah, he's apparently he. There's like a there's a YouTube video of him throwing like 103 miles an hour consistently. Um. Uh. Heck is his name? Is this? Um. I'm gonna see if I can find it. Well, we can talk about it offline. Yeah, we'll talk about. It um. Okay. So anyway, that's what I'm into. College baseball. That's awesome. Yeah. I like it a lot, man. Well, enjoy the uh, the tournament. I will. Uh, finish, this, hey. finish this off here. Well, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Follow us on Twitter, at Bros Politics. Listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Music, Amazon, and what, Google? Spotify. Jeez. Spotify. Uh, one day. One day I'm going to get that right. Um, until next time, we'll be uh, going to the casino. At the casino. Later. Bye, buddy. <laughs>